Hello everyone, my name is Joseph and welcome to episode 2 of the Respawning UK podcast. I am joined with some of the familiar bunch from last time as well as one new face. I am joined with Ben, Luke, Salmon and Will, so let's go around the round table. Say hello Ben. Hello, me again. Hi Ben, how are you Hi. doing? Hi. Yeah, not too Listen bad. Solomon, everyone say hello to Solomon since he can't keep his mouth shut. Hi Solomon, I can't wait. Hello. And we've also got Luke. What is up, my dudes? It is not Wednesday, my dudes. And <laughs> Will Jones, everyone. There's no faces on a podcast, you idiot. Everyone give a round of applause for Will Jones. Hey! In the flesh. Alright, so what's happening? What's been going on? In the last week, we talked about our expectations for God of War, and a few of us in here have, have been lucky enough to sort of give it a go. In fact, we had Solomon get it a few days early, and Luke desperately await for that release date delivery from Amazon, which I'm pretty sure I would have gone home for. But I, mean, uh, I, I had to do the whole day of work resenting after resenting Solomon for two days. Oh, that's and then I just had to know, just had to know the game was at my house waiting for me. Oh, that's even it worse. Just, it was unbearable. But Absolutely unbearable. Yeah, you you were unbearable, but Solomon, he's been playing it since Wednesday. What what's going on there, yeah. Solomon? Oh well, you know, it's a uh, it's a game. It's a it's a pretty uh it's a pretty okay it's game. It's a pretty okay it's, game. Uh, it's pretty okay. Shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually fantastic. I, I I'm enjoying it a lot, and I was the one who's like dreading the release of this game. Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were hating on it for months. Oh yeah, I still have a lot of stuff to hate on, but like, still, it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah, I mean, someone is just someone that will find every little thing to hate, even if it's like oh, a yeah. ten out of ten game. I mean, nothing's perfect. It could give the game a ten out of ten and say, yeah, this seven out of ten game feels like a ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah. Just to like yeah. prove a point, but. To be fair, like unless it's Yakuza, he's not gonna give it. He's not yeah. gonna like. Not find the floor in it. He's not going to get yeah. anywhere up there. Yeah, I mean, right now it's a big fucking uh, contest between God of War and Yakuza for like game of the year, and as well as Monster Hunter. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, man, like Yakuza is like some wild stuff, man. Uh, I recently beat uh, Yakuza Six and even got a review out, and uh, yeah, that game's great, man. Like, uh, I don't know, Luke, uh, when are you going to be start? When are you going to start playing it? What, uh, Yakuza? Yeah. I don't know, man. I kind of left this opinion away from you for a little while. Everything I'd loved about playing Yakuza 0 had sort of gone, all the all the sort of taking the piss out of itself and everything else, and then yeah. going back into this sort of where it was 15 years ago odd on the PS2 and yeah. taking itself far too seriously. It's just not what I wanted in the game, and it's kind of ruined... Almost ruined yeah. the franchise for me again, so I need to get it a bit. But why that? I mean, a lot of people really hate uh, the Kiwami series in general because um, they kind of like start doing the fan service servicey stuff. Like uh, they've been pushing Majima like um, a lot yeah. ever since Yakuza Zero, and which I don't mind, but I can understand how it can get annoying. But um, other than that, I think Kiwami is like a really good entryway into it. Uh, I know for a fact Kiwami Two has cut content. Mm. Which really sucks, but uh, let's just hope for yeah. you know a good release when it's. Kiwami is the one I actually own on the PlayStation Four. I either own Kiwami or Yakuza Zero. Uh huh. Either of those good entry points. Yeah, both uh, are fantastic zero. places to start. Zero. All yeah. These fucking weeb games and the worst I've ever played is Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, but you say that, right? I, I went into Yakuza thinking it was going to be this boring, weave sort of beat-em-up, reminiscent of the bouncer from PS2. And what <laughs> I got was this hilarious RPG brawling game that yeah. I basically, like, I sort of hanging around, like, had, had this character, Goro um, Majima, who is possibly one of my favourite characters in anything I've oh, ever played. So I'll probably have and, to try and see if I can get Joe's copy. So I think he's got a disc copy. Yeah, because he'll never get around to playing it. <laughs> yeah, he he's he puts off a lot of stuff, to be honest. I'm still mad he hasn't played Silent Hill. 
Oh yeah, he's just like playing Resident <laughs> Evil, isn't he? Yeah, he's well, he's played about four hours of Resident Evil One and keeps meaning to go back to it, but then something else oh. comes out that he gets into. Like, far, I think he's he sessioned Nino Cooney Two for a solid weekend, and then Far Cry came out as well. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, does he just not play any games? Does he just get excited about one and then gets excited <laughs> about the next one? I don't think I've actually seen Joe playing a video game before. That could be true. He tends to binge on one game at a time. Mm. But he's often playing games with Clarice at the same time. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm the type to kind of jump between a lot of stuff. I'm like really playing Red Dead Redemption a lot, and then Halo 3, and Halo Reach, and Far Cry 5 have just started. So I'm trying to like get sucked into one that I'll not want to stop playing for a long time. Mm. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's why I've kind of got sort of um, quite into Nino. I tried to. I, I wanted to get really deeply into Nino Cooney too, mm -hmm. and I've been wait. I feel like I've waited years and years and years for it. The first one being one of my favourite games of all time. Yeah. And I, I think I hate it. Ooh. I tried and I tried and I tried, but I think I hate this game. We've got a hate like, out of ten, everyone. Yeah, it's just. Hate is a very strong word. Though. Yeah, man. something you absolutely hate. Well, there's nothing I hate more when I'm playing video games than being bored. Mm, yeah. And I've played that game for 12 hours, and I've been bored of that game for 11 hours. Jesus. Like, I don't, I don't know what it is about that game that's just making me so unbelievably bored. Mm. But it's just really passive, and I guess I, I kind of think I've made a bit of a rod for my own back with it, because I was playing that and uh, the Dark Souls 3 DLC at the same time. Ah. So I was going from like this, this sort of action RPG where I had to constantly think at all times to this RPG where if I think too much, then You're I'll lose my mind. Yeah. yeah. Damn, that's pretty So insane. I might go back to it. But I mean, are you enjoying God of War for the time being at least? Is that making you feel Oh good? man, God of War, I mean, we've had a few sort of uh, discussions about it already with... Um, sort of in our chats and stuff, but I honestly believe it's possibly one of the three best games on the PlayStation 4. Mm. Ev everything about it is fantastic. Um, what are the other games like, on your list? Yeah, I was going to say, what are the other two? Uh, Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3. Oh, wow. Two Soulsborne games. Yeah, well, as we all know, I'm a bit of a fanboy of the, uh, yeah, yeah. Of the Soulsborne games. That's an interesting point, though. It's like, what if you, someone was... Getting into a uh, like the PlayStation, what free games would you tell them to play? Um, because I, I know Dark Souls Three and Bloodborne are really good, but I feel like I'd want to give them like the right amount of, you know, genre differences to like show off yeah. the PlayStation. I feel like I'd give them, I feel like I'd give them Bloodborne, Uncharted, and something like yeah maybe God of War depending on how I feel when I play it. Maybe The Last of Us as well. I feel like that's something that can appeal to. A pretty wide audience. Yeah, I would suggest The Last of Us. I don't think Soul, Dark Souls or Bloodborne would be in my like mm. in my list of three games for someone just getting a PS4 to pick up. Yeah. So I think if they start on those two games, then they might not ever pick up the PS4 ever again. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it's just it's just one of those games that has like a lot of quality to it. So it's I guess once you're into the whole idea of gaming, it gets you um gets you excited and want more but i suppose there is like the entry entry gate to do it um yeah but i mean mm. last of us free i think it's got pretty simple not last of us free i was thinking of <laughs> <laughs> what the hell was i thinking of there you know the last of us has like the right amount of simple gameplay and you know interesting narrative because i think like a lot of people are really into that like off tumblr and stuff like that yeah i think that not, like I'm a big fan of narrative-driven games. Yeah, I, um, I suppose. Well, that's why you love um, God of War so much. Yeah, man. The whole thing. I I think one of my favorite things about God of War, sort of fanboying over it again, is I think the film buffs will appreciate this more than anyone else. Mm -hmm. But the whole game is in one shot. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pulls like a bird, man. Yeah, so so sort of, and I I put I get really annoyed at myself when I die because that's when the the action cuts away because it's sort of away from that. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the only time it cuts away. Um, 
but the whole time, even with these like big action set pieces, that spectacular action set pieces yeah. the game's yeah. got, it's all in one shot, and you're just following Kratos or Atreus. God of War is one of the most technically impressive games I've ever seen. It's just like it looks beautiful, even on like my crappy launch PS4, and um, yeah. it has zero frame rate dips. Um, and and it's like that the whole one shot thing, like no loading screens, no nothing, unless you're like, unless you just die, right? Even when you so, die, you're looking at like a three second loading screen. That's about yeah, it. it's, it's like, like it. it's like insane, and like the like the the thing you said about like the whole um, the whole uh, thing about uh, it being one of the best games on the PS4. Like yeah. uh, even though I don't agree like the whole top three thing, I think it's like still like top ten. Like it is easily like one of the best PS4 PS4 exclusives at least. Oh yeah, absolutely. We were talking last week. We were concerned about the frame rate, didn't we? Yeah. Oh yeah, I was super concerned about that. Hmm. The, the, the thing about these narrative games though is like, uh, there's, there's been a lot more focus on action and narrative recently, and I think those are the ones that have started to take off. Like, ten years ago, not even ten, like, seven, we had like the first few Telltale stuff starting to pick up that were less yeah. action, more like, you know, put down the controller, come back in a few minutes to press a button and do some dialogue. Which is fine. Um, yeah. yeah, which is fine, but like incorporating action like, with the narrative is becoming a lot more of the norm. Um, I, I know, like, Will, you love the la- not The Last of Us, you love the la- Life is Strange. I do love Life is Strange, that is true. And when you play that, which is it's more of a recent sort of telltale formula yeah. game, um, mm-hmm. what sort of balance did you find when it came to gameplay and, you know, actual well, dialogue it, it, stuff? Well, it, it's... Play is the wrong word for it. It's one of the things where I feel like games are more than just what we think about. Not, you don't win at the game, you don't lose at the game, you don't do well, you just make choices. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah. just something that uses video game technology to make it tell a story in a different way. Yeah. It's the experience. Uh, it's the experience, yeah. Making the cho- same choices as the main character really puts you in their shoes. Uh, yeah. It makes you go through the same thinking they're going through. Uh, actually, I actually mean, did a project on this at uni, this kind of stuff. Um, Joseph was in it. Yeah. <laughs> he was really active. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just uh, I feel like video games are unique in that in the interactivity lets you kind of grab into the, the storyline itself, uh, and I think I think it's a lie to say that it's a modern thing because even if you look at what was it missile defense, like, yeah, 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 that was that was st- gameplay as storytelling like back in the very very early arcade days, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. missile command that's what it's called. Mm. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, where yeah. Uh, the guy the guy who programmed Missile Command actually had nightmares because he saw the six cities he defended in, in Missile Command as um, as the cities near his house. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and you can't... The, the whole point of that game is, even though the whole game is just you shoot at some missiles to stop them hitting the cities, there's a story to be told about how eventually you do fail. About, it's about how nuclear war will consume humanity, but it's told completely through gameplay. Like, there's no dialogue. There's yeah. no. There's no story. Almost like that's, like we can we can do all we want, but at the end of the day, it's still gonna the missiles are still gonna get through. Yeah, and that's like yeah. the same message. It's, it's just about if you're in that position, your job wouldn't be to save the day. It would be how many people can you save before inevitably everybody else dies. You know. Yeah, it's like that's, how that's how all it is. Yeah. I think that I, I, is, it's just a brilliant example of how you can explore being somebody in a situation more than you can with film or a book or anything else. Mm. Oh, yeah, I I think I think games like, I think games are like a super like advanced. Uh, I mean, I wrote a whole like thing about it as a project where like you know oh video games are art blah blah blah, but I really think that like there's just an added level to the artistry of it like through interactivity, mm-hmm. and I think like maybe three of the best games to ever do it like, to acknowledge that it's a game and also like just blow your mind, like um. One has to be Near Automata. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, one, ha- one has to be Metal Gear Solid Two. Yeah. Yeah. And the other has to be well, this is uh, Undertale. Even though like there's a lot of hate behind that game, the stuff it did with the medium it is like in was like amazing at the time. Like when you played it for the first time, it was insane. Yeah, I mean there was a reason everyone was like demanding. They had it, or it was on like every single console available. It's just a PS yeah. as well. Yeah, I still not played it. Oh wow, 
Have you, do you know anything about like the story and stuff, or is it just like a blind thing for you? It's a completely blind thing for me. I know the gameplay is weird. Is probably the right word to use for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say that. And I didn't like the fan base put me off. <laughs> yeah, the, oh, yeah, the first few people. minutes of the game, but God has actually gained a lot of insight about the game just from a few minutes. I really think you guys like it, you guys are blessed to have like to be blind to this game right now. I still think you guys should like go out and play it. Yeah, it's definitely. I still, I still want to play it. I've oh, got it installed. Long time. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's one of those yeah, that you sort it. of have to. Um, once you sit down and get into it, you'll be intrigued, and when you finish it, yeah. you'll you'll question if you've done the right thing, in a sense. It's just yeah. it's just such an important. Ex- I won't say important, but it's a very interesting experience to go through. Going back a little bit to, it's just something that's just do- dropped on my mind about sort of when we were talking about Life is Strange and about how that was purely to do the storyline. Yeah. So it's using the video game as a medium to direct the storyline. Um, I've been playing a lot of uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Now, there's no storyline to that, but I feel like the gameplay in that is they, they're using video games as a medium to show off the artistry of this thing they've created mm-hmm. so sort of similar-ish to kind of like these narrative driven games is something that i've been picking up quite a little bit of recently is using gaming as a not just narrative or gameplay but also as a medium for getting this artwork across as well yeah it's like a way of expression oh, yeah. i remember there was the um there was the ea title uh, in 2015 i believe it's called unraveled and oh yeah, I, yeah. When the guy on oh, the yeah, stage, the he was so adorable insane. guy with the doll. Yeah, he was just he just brought a doll of the character in the game. He's like, this this is my game. This is so <laughs> I yeah, the poor guy looked like he was about to cry. I just felt so sorry for him. He was so nervous. We just wanted people to like this. And I think I think yeah. it was like a it was like a decent game, and but I think like yeah. just really wanted to express what he was feeling. I mean, people really do put their heart and souls into games, now. like yeah. especially indie devs now, like because they're get they're finally getting a chance to like make it big and make something really really special. Yeah. Like I think indie games are just like as worth it as like the big AAA titles now. Mm-hmm. The indie games. Uh, yeah. If you look at the, you wouldn't tell that Hellblade was uh, an indie game, would you? Like. No. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, but even like beyond the indies, like a lot of AAA devs, like. A lot of people just put the name and the publishers to them, but if you saw the video of the uh, God of War director crying when he was reading the review scores, you could like see oh, yeah. the, the heart he was feeling, like to everything. Yeah, he's put oh, yeah. he's put five years of his life into it, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And he's been he's been in that t- with that series for a long time since the very beginning, I believe. Mm. Yeah. It's like if you imagine the um, the Bungie team after they finished Halo Reach, what that would have been like to. Oh say goodbye to that series after nine years of just making those games. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's got to be like more than just a, a publisher connection to making a video game. It's about that yeah. team and those people coming together with these ideas to sort of express, you know, beyond what they think should be in the game, but how, what sort of story the game should tell. I mean, just imagine what the team behind uh, No Man's Sky was going through. Oh. Like, even though that game's like a huge mess, like those guys were those guys are probably on an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. actually heard a lot saying that No Man's Sky has pulled a lot out of the bag since mm-hmm. launch. Like, it's apparently changed it's better, a lot yeah. to the point where it's now almost a completely different game. Yeah. It's like, you still got the core the element of exploring planets, mm-hmm. but it's still there's a whole lot more to do. Oh, well, you know, first impressions. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. never going to get around to playing it. Like. Mm-hmm. I did try again last year, but I feel like the damage was already done to a sense. But I just yeah. feel bad for yeah. the devs beyond the um, beyond Sean Murray, the kind of public face of lying. I feel sorry <laughs> for the rest of them that you know, actually went out to work on this game and try the very best to get it out in the deadline that Sony was demanding. And I feel like the other developers were probably in the background just going, please stop saying these things. <laughs> it's like Krasinski yeah. and Lawbreakers. This is like, this, uh, everyone's going to love it. Million dollars. To be fair though, <laughs> Will reckons that Cliffy B's on a career high at the minute. 
I don't. I've never believed in Cliff Bozinski. To be fair, I've never played Gears of War um, because our PS4 there has mm. this PS4 household. Um, I never played uh, Unreal Tournament because I, I was born in 1997. Even I played Unreal Tournament, I'm, I'm a Millennium Child. Yeah, I know, man. A Millennium Child? Yeah, I've not played Unreal. Yeah. I think you're born in 2000. I'm really worth playing. Yeah. Absolutely worth playing, I reckon. Gears is good. Credit to the past. Gears is one of those ones where I think it it almost paved the way for games like God of War to exist. Yeah, I could agree agree with that. Because they're they're these obviously macho guys who are chainsawing people in half. Ah. But I genuinely cared about the storyline. Yeah. Like... Venturing into Gears of War spoiler territory here for Gears of War Two or whatever it is. It's been a few years. Yeah, um, if you've not if you've not seen it by now and you don't know it, should have. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when Dom finds his wife, uh-huh. uh, Maria, that start that made me so sad. Yeah. And yeah. I, so, I didn't even know anything about God of War, and I heard about that, and then the, the promotional stuff for I think Gears Three started to come out, and it had like a really depressing ending i think uh yeah with i th- think it was dom no not dom he, it was him driving in, into the uh driving into loads of dudes blow him up and he was just like thinking about his wife in the last few moments it was yeah set to some really yeah. depressing music. Damn dom. yeah that was dom. oh yeah okay yeah i don't really know the characters i think, think he's called dom but he's marcus isn't he yeah marcus is the one marcus with the headphones marcus dom <laughs> Mark, he wasn't. He was absolutely not the star of the show. With that, yeah. it was always Don was always your boy, really. Mm. No, 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 no. It was always no. It was always Baird or Coltrane, baby. <laughs> I forgot about Carl. How did I? I'm so sorry, Carl. Yeah, I mean, how could you? <laughs> We're literally just throwing names around right now, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, I've got no idea who the hell. That's about it. <laughs> That's Carl. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I mean, I miss those kind of days with games and stuff, but I mean now, we're in a completely different time where games just slowly kind of, like, long-term franchises die. either die or, like, get <laughs> a sudden revival, and everyone's yeah, yeah. going to play them again. Uh, a lot of these revivals, like, especially God of War, like, like my main gripe was, was, was playing it super safe, right? Mm. I mean, it literally looked like The Last of Us where uh, that... Uh, demo in 2016 yeah and i was just like what what am i looking at like this is so weird like this like, isn't god of war yeah this isn't god of war it makes me mad like to think that like a series that like god of war right where the main character is a literal psychopath is trying to like just follow design trends in the end and like you know try to make him a sympathetic character mm-hmm. but i still think god of war manages it manages to do so if you decide they- to forget the whole uh destruction of Greece thing. <laughs> They've done it so well. Like I I grew up playing God of War, so I had the first one on PS2. Yeah, and I never would have believed they could have taken this character that just essentially knew what he was doing. Like he opened Pandora's box, knew, knowing it would unleash a plague and corrupt the whole of mankind. He became the God of War and killed all of mankind and enslaved them, which is why the gods ended up trying to take him down at some point. Mm. And they've made him a character that I genuinely sympathise for mm. and like through, yeah, yeah. through his son. I was um, sort of saying to Solomon the other day about like it was sort of a, it felt like the Logan story but Logan obviously is not yeah. like someone that was completely chaotic but was someone mm-hmm. that you wouldn't see as a dad. Someone that was very sort of to themselves. Ah, yeah. Always Definitely. would keep that way. And while he wouldn't go killing innocent people, he would still go on these murderous sprees. And yeah, I, I mean, I th- that was pretty well done. There's, there's still like quite a big difference between Logan and Kratos. Whereas uh, Logan would still, he's still essentially a hero, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. he's yeah. a hero. Kratos is an absolute fucking psychopath. Like, yeah, there's no two ways about it. Yeah, he is just a monster. Like, at the end of God of War 3, like, you can see, like, literally, you're punching Zeus's face in, and you can see Kratos from Zeus's perspective, and Zeus, and 
it, you just look like a monster, right? It's just like the most horrible person ever who's literally just killing Zeus because where, where he took my god powers away. Like, yeah. yeah. The He's just a guy that's out, out to kill. And he will do okay. it well. Yeah, and, 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 and another thing is that, like, uh, in the new God of War, like, you can still see his ideals uh, shine through in that game as he's teaching his son, like, mm. um, like uh, how to fight and, like, uh, how you should, like, strategize and stuff like that. So I think that's really cool. And uh, there's, a, there's a really good moment where there's a, uh, there's a certain monster that shows up. We, like, we shouldn't fight that. And Kratos is like, oh, no, now we're going to fight that. He's like, oh, but I thought you didn't want to, like, Get it like uh, I I don't think you wanted to waste time. He's like, yeah, I know, but like, um, since you're scared of it, we're fighting it. And I'm like, dude, you're like really, you're the best dad ever. With the help of him, like you wouldn't have been able to take down this monster as Kratos without the help of is. And he's just like yeah. so harsh to this kid, and he's like, dude, just show him some love, please. <laughs> please I mean, just I show mean, him uh, some love. I mean, like sooner or later, like he does start like a. Uh, very yeah. subtly uh, start saying like a little one two compliments here and there, and you start to see like Adrian go like, oh, oh, like this is something's happening right here, so that's pretty exciting. Without spoiling too much about where I am, I'm in Alfheim at the minute, so just throwing out a Norse sort of place, and yeah. um, Adrian is being a little shit bag at the minute, and he's he's talk proper talking back at. Um, uh, Kratos, so like Kratos wants to, uh, Atreus wants to help these dying, this this war basically to help the good guys, and he's like, K Kratos just goes, I do not care, and Atreus yeah. just goes, Yeah, you don't care about anything, do you? And it's like, <laughs> What did you say, boy? He goes, Boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that reminds me of like Thanos and Ronan. It's like, You speak, boy. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, it's it's one of those ones. I rate it on the basis of that. I rate it a ten out of ten. I think it's an, an experience that everyone needs to. Yeah, I look go really into. I, 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 even though like I'm I'm not even like near beating it. I still think the the game needs to take like some some risks in the story. Like I want to see something completely out of left field. Yeah. Like just something like insane that you wouldn't expect. Like if that happens, like then the story would be like something really worthwhile. Otherwise, yeah, it's a pretty good game. I, mean, really well. I want a risk as well. I really want something to leave me in the back of my head after I finish playing I want, the game. I want Atreus to murder Kratos. <laughs> yeah, he's saying that. Like a, like a goddamn flip over. I, I've got no basis for why I think, but my gut feeling is that Kratos is going to die at the end. Oh. It's gonna be like because you've seen Logan. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's because it's because I've seen Logan, and I, I my also other gut feeling is that Joel's not coming back in the Last of Us either. No, no. Oh no, I, I, I think Joel's definitely gonna do a um, a, a, an Arkham Knight Joker kind of thing. Oh, oh yeah. Wait. Oh, that's sick game, though. But he's not alive. He's dead. Um, Ooh, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah, that'd be good. I'd like that. Yeah, yeah I'd like to like do stuff like that in movies. <laughs> yeah. A lot of a lot of those movies they play it pretty safe these days. Um, the only one that seems like it's gonna be like a, a sort of flip is Infinity War in five days time as we oh. watch everyone we love oh. die. Literally, everyone. I can't no wait. Spider Man is killed. Thanos is killed. Uh, which, <laughs> which one? The Iron Boy is killed. It's, 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 it's Thanos with like one of those. Um, Hats has got a top hat with everyone's name written down. It's like, yeah. ah, Loki, you are going to die now. And he just snaps I've been following, um, Carry on. Oh, yeah. I remember that, like, um, I don't know if it was the first or second trailer where he's, like, slowly putting the Infinity Stones in his gauntlet. Yeah. And, like, uh, just, like, there's a shot of him just punching someone. I forget if yep. it's, like, it's Iron, Iron Man, Man or Spider-Man. It's Iron okay, Man. if it's Iron Man, no, the, okay, Iron Man's dead. <laughs> like, the end. Yeah, like, yeah. at the time he's, like, saying, um, this does put a smile on my face, and then, like, <laughs> decks him into the ground. It's like, yeah, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God, <laughs> Tony, Tony eats this major shit, and Taylor's like, hell yeah. But yeah, like, I, 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 I think they're going to play that for laughs in the film. I think that might actually, it seems like the kind of thing where it seems serious in the trailer, but then you can watch the film, and yeah. they're, they're taking the piss. Yeah, watch it now. It'll oh, just man. be Spider-Man in Iron Man's suit. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> for some reason, Spider-Man will have like gone into a suit to save himself, and F- Thanos will just like dis- like destroy his face. <laughs> I really, I really think gonna whip it out the bag. I really don't want any of them to die. Mm. Like, I've I grown get... to. I feel like Loki's yeah. gonna die. Yep. Uh, I, I just think that some people have to die because yeah. the MCU is getting so big that it's getting impossible to keep track of all of the characters. Yeah, that's what this one is. This is let's call the MCU. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> I think I'd, I'd rather have Captain America die because I hate Captain America. But then I, I saw like his like redesign. I, I really don't like him. But then I saw his redesign. And I'm like, <laughs> boy, looks hot. He so does look cool. pretty hot with that beard. To be fair. Yeah, I'm, not fan, I'm not a Captain America fan, but when he, yeah, when, he's, when Thanos goes to like hit him and he catches Thanos' hand in the trailer, oh. that shit, that shit made me like. And he was like screaming in the air and just like, ah! yeah. yeah, I mean that's the thing, right? Like me and Joseph talked about this, where like at one point I completely like cut off Marvel movies because I was like, man, yeah. they all like kind of suck now. They're all like the same. They're very formulaic and everything, hmm. but. I'm so hyped for Infinity War because of just the fact that, like, this it's been going, going on for so long, and yeah. it's, yeah. like, the conclusion, and it's, just like, it's just really easy for me to get sucked down into the hype, like, yeah. it's all been it's leading to this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I've been mean, re-watching all of them. I, I, I realized yeah. there was, like, there were, like, two single years that were, like, really low points for, like, the general audience. Like, the very yeah. start yeah. of Phase 2 in 2013 mm. was Iron Man 3 oh. and For the yeah. Dark World. So, it Oof. did not stick around for a lot of people. The Dark World nearly killed the chance of Thor having any more films, didn't it? Yeah. They were almost going to go, I'm so glad they did, because they didn't, we never would have got Ragnarok. Which yeah, they actually figured down. out how to write a Thor film. Yeah, and, and then... Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth in a film, not mm. going to work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Chris Hemsworth is an absolute genius. Yeah. I think he's an—he's just brilliant. Sort of everything he does is yeah. gold. I heard that like playing Ragnarok and watching it, it was like it, it revived his love for playing Thor. Like yeah. after Dark World and yeah. Age of Ultron, everyone kind of had a sour taste in the mouth. Um, because mm-hmm. I mean, Age of Ultron wasn't great for anyone really. Um, I, mean, I liked it. I, I, I really don't get the hate behind it. Like, wh- why do people hate Age of Ultron? I mean, like, I it's a fun film. Having really enjoyed myself, yeah. You know? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? It is a fun film. Yeah. I just think there's like a lot of narrative points that didn't make sense to a lot of people, or it didn't like build. It was one of those hype. It was one of those ones. It was fine. Like, yeah. it was it was a fine film. Mm. It didn't. No one. No one loves it. No one really, really hates it. But we live in an age where everything is either shit or incredible. <laughs> but it's just fine. Yeah, I think they really needed to build the second phase more. We did get like sequels to every main event. We got, um, we got Iron Man three, we got the Winter Soldier, and we got the Dark World. But none of them worked yeah. together to to unify up to, like the idea of all. No. Because you watch you yeah. watch the first Avenger, Iron Man one, and four, and you're like, are these guys gonna meet? Are these guys really gonna meet? And then Avengers yeah. happens and they meet, and it's like everything you expected. In the second, in the phase yeah. two, they all have the kind of own little adventures. Uh, Tony throws away the suits. Um, Thor just kind of cries over no, Loki again. Uh, and um, what is and Cap destroys Hydra and Shield pretty much. You know, then then Ultron <laughs> the happens. When did that come out? <laughs> you know, who is this Ultron? Why are we all together again? Nothing built to yeah. this. Yeah, no. I think I think one way to get me like super hyped for anything, like just make me enjoy something, is like really like cheesy but like really hard hitting dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like that whole like um, the whole thing with Ultron like uh, comparing himself to Pinocchio, going like, "Oh, there's there no strings on me." Yeah. I was like, "Oh yeah, there are no strings on you, boy." Yeah, <laughs> Ultron had some great like dialogue like that, but um, okay. yeah, like for me, Phase Three has easily been the best phase. And it's been building oh, yeah. up the Infinity hype so much. Like we had Civil well, War, the char- and then the characters yeah. are great, and they the, sort of the characters that need to that have been built have been built, mm-hmm. so they don't need their own films anymore. No. So they're able to kind of be a bit more experimental with the film. So like um, I've not seen it, but Black Panther apparently they pushed the, really pushed the boat out with Black Panther. 
yeah, and yeah. took a risk that they wouldn't have taken in in phase two. Yeah, like um, Doctor there, Strange there is one... me, plays like um, an Iron Man retread in the same sort of oh, this is a rich guy learns to use his powers to destroy everything that he doubts is wrong. Blah 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 blah. But it was still a good film, but a bit of a retread. Then they had Black Panther, which was still an origin of sorts, but we knew who he was Ooh, from really? Civil War. Really an origin. Yeah, like I say, it wasn't really an origin, because we knew he was, but it played like an origin movie, um, with the way it presented the villains, um, the whole idea of Wakanda. It was, it was an origin to Wakanda, essentially, more than anything, rather than the idea of Black Panther. Yeah. There is one character then within the MCU that I do want to see more of, and I know it's not technically possible, but I still really want to see more, and it's of Bruce Banner. Like, not necessarily oh, as the Hulk, but yeah. Bruce as himself. I love Bruce Banner to bits. Like, Mark Ruffalo is one of my favourite yeah. favorite guys in that. I just well, he saved, he saved the Hulk, basically, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nobody cared about the Hulk. Or Bruce oh, yeah. Banner for so long. Yeah, everyone likes yeah. to pretend that uh, the Hulk isn't emotional in any way. And then they had a scene in Ragnarok where he looks, where he's as the Hulk and he's been Hulk for two years, and then he comes into yeah. the, the the Quinjet, and then he sees Black Widow on the screen, and then he mm. just like breaks down. And I want to, uh, it gets me. Every I haven't time. seen Ragnarok yet, so I don't know how the Hulk is in that. You haven't seen the right. Ragnarok. Oh, I haven't seen Ragnarok. I haven't seen Doctor Strange. So the wow. aliens you those are, you should, uh, you should definitely Ragnarok actually watch them. Yeah. I'm getting yeah. that movie that made me come back to Marvel. Yeah, literally everyone yeah. starts yelling at Will, like, what, you haven't seen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have so you not that seen that one scene? <laughs> that one yeah, no, I know the scene you're on about as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's worth it's worth watching. I could give or take Doctor Strange, personally. Yeah. It's um, very visually pretty, I though. It's one of it. It adds an interesting dynamic into the MCU because mm. it well, adds magic, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like the kind of teases something with, that hasn't existed yeah. yet. They tease this with Scarlet Witch, but then like the show is there's like a an audit and a, of the rules of magic essentially that we should be aware of. And as well, telling us what the time stone is. I guess that is the point of Doctor Strange though, isn't it? It's even in the comics, he's essentially the only one that doesn't really follow the rules of magic. Mm. He's, always, so, been a, he's, he's always been a thinker, like a free thinker. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but his, yeah, his, the casting with Benedict Cumberbatch just dead on. Dead on for yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I would not yeah. have thought that the film would have been as good as it was. Mm. Like Some people have issues with it. I personally really enjoyed it. But yeah. if it was anyone else, it probably would have been worse. Yeah, just yeah. I I started to get stale of Sherlock, and then to see him sort of shine as uh, Doctor Strange was just really mm-hmm. cool to see. Especially since he just kind of pulls off a, a really cool Doctor Strange sorcerer voice. He, I was impressed Doctor... by his American accent, actually. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? I was, yeah, I was it, very. It's like watching. Um, speaking of Sherlock Holmes, it's like seeing Robert Downey Jr. do Sherlock Holmes. That really yeah. impressed me. It can be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've met anyone who wasn't convinced by his accent, and obviously, fucking England. So. We're going to have two Sherlocks yeah. on screen together, and someone, some point, <laughs> is going to make a no shit Sherlock. No shit Sherlock. And then they're both going to be like, hmm. Hmm. Like, because obviously, if you've seen Doctor Strange, it's a quite oh, yeah. serious Marvel film, <laughs> mm. and Ragnarok is a comedy film, yeah. and Thor just keeps walking around Doctor Strange's house just like fucking with shit. Yeah, and yeah. he'll just, just like pick up something in the whole like a whole thing that Doctor Strange has been working on for months and just collapse, and he'll just try and be like, "Whoops." Yeah, and then the bit where he's like, like all... he's, he's like, "Don't forget your umbrella," and he like destroys everything by accident. <laughs> yeah. Like poor the part which I really liked was the part where he just keeps refilling the stein of beer. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> apparently, um, at the end of um, like I'm gonna avoid spoiler territory for Will, but at the end of Doctor Strange, there is an event where he spe- essentially kind of uses time to his advantage and 
progresses it. Yeah, I, I, I know how he, uh, he annoys Dom Armu. Yeah, yeah. So he spends yeah, like, that. apparently he spent so much time in that realm that he's been able to experiment with his powers. So mm-hmm. at, as soon as, at, at the end of Doctor Strange, he's like spent thousands of years learning magic and oh, like, wow. becoming more powerful. Because it's like, when he's in Ragnarok, he's he's just like teleporting everywhere instantly. He's making stuff appear. He's obviously stronger, so like they've built him up. Like, yeah, right. ready to fight. You don't Ragnarok. really get that time scale from the film, to be fair. Yeah. Like you get yeah. the idea that he's been doing this over and over, but you don't get the idea that it's been that long. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing about the time stone is like they didn't really t- show us how long it was. They just kept like going over and over again, but we never like no one really thinks how long. How long were you like that? How long would it take no, to piss off like a giant space entity? <laughs> like out of How spite. How many times do you want Does to Dormammu have superhuman personality? Like, or is he annoyed just as easily? He was like a he was like a super Titan Thanos guy that's just there to destroy. Except he was being teased by someone like Doctor Strange, so he kind of became frustrated in a sense. But I think he he thought that he would just be able to destroy his way through it. Like, mm. imagine you just kill this guy thinking, I can finally destroy the Earth. And then time goes back 10 seconds and you just hear, Dormammu, I've come to bargain. It's yeah. like some weird thing. Is he Swedish now? Dormammu. Dormammu, I've come to bargain. I've come to bargain. Get your armor here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dormammu has many wares. No, if you have toys. <laughs> What you're buying? I don't know what I'm going with. What's going on, stranger? <laughs> uh, stranger, stranger, that's the ah, We've gone from Sweden to just matches. Yeah, no, bloody hell. <laughs> I, but I really oh, hope God. there's a... Um, I, I want something to reference Deadpool. Whether it's... Uh, Deadpool makes a joke about Infinity War, or Infinity War somehow mentions Deadpool. I doubt yeah, it'll go that yeah. way. But, well, I have a question. Um, is is Deadpool like uh, I don't know about this factual, right? But is Deadpool like allowed to be in the Avengers movies, or is he like a separate thing? It's Fox's choice. Oh, yeah, Fox could totally lend him back if he wanted to. Until the deals come okay, through fair. properly. Doesn't, like, doesn't, there's nothing like... stopping them not calling Deadpool and just having Ryan Reynolds appear in the background of a, of a scene. That would be fucking brilliant. Imagine if Spider-Man gets into a lift and Ryan Reynolds also gets in the lift and then he just, oh God. Then Ryan Reynolds leaves them. That would be like, the best. Hey, you're pretty cute. That's <laughs> a good thing to say. Coming with a bit of a controversial opinion here. <laughs> um, I don't want Deadpool in the MCU. Oh, in like the whole MCU. I don't. I'll happily have him in the MCU. I don't mind if people come to his films, mm-hmm. but, but I don't want him. Avengers. Yeah, in the Avengers I agree. Films. I, agree. I don't yeah. want the him coming into a film that's twelve or a PG or whatever it is, mm. and then watering it down because they've realised that kids now know who Deadpool is, so they're going to have to water yeah. it down for future. Yeah, um, I mean, we also I guess like origins. I guess like Doctor Who with um the CBBC one, like they never really cross over properly. Mm. Because uh, it's like they'll never put the Torchwood guys in the Doctor Who spin off that's on CPBC. Torchwood was BBC Two. Like that was 9 p.m. Like this is where it gets serious. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if, like, you, if you look at the first episode of Torchwood, it yeah. kind of sets the scene of everything that's happening, considering yeah. the yeah. first monster is a sex monster. Yeah, it's like when he like, sexes people to death. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's sexist. Yeah, and people always <laughs> do Torchwood. Yeah, yeah, do- essentially. But there was there was that um there was that like mini series. It was called Children of Earth. No, not Children of Earth. I didn't see it. It was called Miracle Day, and it was. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that series. I really did. Like as soon as they left the UK and started doing stuff in America, mm. I was just like, I don't like this. I just thought it was like such a cool idea, like the whole like, thought like no one on Earth is dying, and. No, you can be like in a dead state but still alive. Like you can be burnt to ash and still be mm. living in a sense. And then mm. the, like the population was growing up, uh, like so rapidly. Like every episode started with a population counter, and it was just going up and up and up and up. Uh, so oh, it wow. became like a big. Man, Doctor of... Who sounds so cool but also so lame. Yeah, it was. Yes, Marvel's David Tennant. I kind of fell off the bandwagon of Doctor Who. I was a massive fan of Matt Smith. Mm. 
I I'm um, not. I don't really like him as much as most people do. I liked Matt Smith. I thought he was sweet. Didn't like Clara though. Did not like Clara. You hated Clara, didn't you? Yeah, I did not like Clara at all. Jesus, they, they tried to make it too important. Like yeah. everything. Well, they still like, try to, don't they? Yeah. At least tried. I didn't. Tried to do a lot. I liked uh, Malcolm Tucker Doctor Who as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, Peter, Peter Capaldi. Capaldi. Oh, I, I can't remember his name. Fucking fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oi, Clara, you need to fuck off. <laughs> Some of the stuff he said in the fifth bit was brilliant. I love that show. So when, it it, when so they told good. me he was going to be the doctor, I was like, oh, fuck it, bye. I'd love a Torchwood style TV series, but set in the MCU. Well, you mean, um, Deadle? Well, that's what it's called. It's like, I guess they do the same thing. There, okay, where... maybe. Okay, fair enough. He wants another one. He wants Dello. Oh, okay. The Punisher. Then. Maybe like Jessica Jones. Oh, no, <laughs> Jessica Jones. Hey, I actually do as well. I think part of the MCU. Yeah. But um, well, no, I mean like just a group of people that's trying to like are normal people that's trying to deal with the shit that is. Oh, uh, like people. Agents of Shield. Oh, no, damage they control. Do shit. They do their own shit. They've got fucking Ghost Rider and the Inhumans. What about Damage Control? That's coming out soon. Oh, they, they're actually making that. Holy yeah, shit, I missed that completely. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what I was describing. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> there you go, guys. I got you. Damage Control are just an organization in the MCU. They're not superheroes. Like, yeah, they're they're literally just like hired by the government to just clean up after these events. Hired I feel like they start. could do something really funny with that. Like going they back on that. the MCU to all the events and where they were at the time. Because <laughs> we know they started in, um, in Avengers. And a yeah. lot has happened mm. to the world since Avengers. Yeah. I mean, they... Yeah, they set up in, in Homecoming that Damage Control is, is funded by Stark Industries. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of them was just, like, Tony Stark's, like, cleaner at one point. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they I could just cut from him, like, sweeping Stark's mansion and then... <laughs> yeah, I could imagine, like, the first episode being Tony and, like, um... The lady in the back, uh, she'll she'll do the cleaning. Uh, Hugh, uh, I don't know who you are. What is your name? Uh, you'll be in charge. You'll run this little team. You can be like a mini mm. Avengers. And uh, <laughs> when I call, clean, please. You can get some brilliant cameos in this. Yeah, you could. Yeah, like just like reliving. Because I love my favorite thing about Homecoming at the start is when the, we're watching Civil War from the point of view of Peter Parker, like getting excited about. Going to the airport, and it's like, Oh, the craziest thing just happened! Uh, like, oh, he's big now, I gotta go. And I can just imagine, like, damage control walking around, like, Sokovia, like, trying to go on a holiday or something. Like, we've, we deserve yeah. a, a break in the in the countryside. We've gone to Sokovia, and then the ground just starts lifting up. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Oh no. <laughs> we like, flew you here specially for this event. What? <laughs> How did you know it was going to happen? Um, work out. I forgot they were in Homecoming. Yeah, they, they were at, like right at the start. It's like before the yeah. the um, the amazing version of the title score, where it's the Spider-Man theme. Da -da -da. Oh, I'm, I'm going to say, that's the best MCU film. Spider-Man! Spider-Man! But, as everyone knows, that was always going to be my favourite MCU film. Because you just love Spider-Man too much. Yeah, even if, it, even if it was garbage, it would still yeah, be yeah. my favourite MCU film. Yeah, I mean, going to that, I was like, you think you can win me over so easily? And it goes, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. And I was like, you have won. Well done. You have done it. I just it. remember me and you listening to uh, that orchestral theme for about two solid weeks afterwards. Yeah, like, it is still on my top 100 Spotify tracks of last year. Like, it's, it's in the top 20. I just listened to it so much. It's so it was incredible. I can't believe they did Spider-Man in the Marvel universe. Just oh, man. <laughs> when he when he flies it when he comes in and takes Cap Shield at hey, Civil everyone. War, uh, all the hairs on the back of my neck stood up. I wish they didn't put them in trailers. No, I know. But I, I mean, it would have been so cool yeah. if they um if they kept that a secret. But to be fair, Tom Holland wouldn't have been able to keep it a secret. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> he definitely can't keep it a secret. <laughs> Did you see him on, um, I don't know if anyone watches Graham Norton. Yeah, yeah. But he was, he was on that. Um, and 
they were, they were talking to Graham Norton, just kept asking him questions about the MCU. And he was just like, look, Graham, nobody tells me anything. I don't know. <laughs> like, like they don't tell me because I'll leak it. Yeah. Um, I think Benedict Cumberbatch is the only person that's seen the entire script. And I think that's because yeah. um, it will have a lot to do with reality and time in yeah. that way. So, like, oh. they've given out, like, fake scripts to different members of the cast. No one really oh. knows what's going to happen. Just, like, you've got Benedict Cumberbatch with his Doctor Strange beard, like, ha-ha, I know who's mm-hmm. going to die. Well, you, have, um, <laughs> you can fuck with people so badly. Oh my god. <laughs> Benedict just shows up like behind Chris uh, Hemsworth and he's like, it's been a pleasure working with you. <laughs> He'll just be like, who oh, was the first name? What? It's like Chris. And everyone looks around like, there's a few Chris's. Which one? <laughs> Or like someone called Tom. You know they would have done that. Yeah, I would have. I would yeah. have laughed at that. It just oh, seems like okay. the most fun team to be a part of, like behind the scenes. Just a big family. Yeah. Oh man. Well, they're all like really close, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Imagine you've been work- working on films for the past like what ten years. Yeah. Making films with the same twelve people. Well, apparently, yeah. whenever someone new joins the MCU, like Robert Downey Jr. would ring them up saying, "If you ever need anything, just give me a call. I'll I'll make sure it's sorted." Oh, right. he's Man, he really daddy. is just Tony Stark. Yeah. Robbie Downey is just a lovely guy, apparently, nowadays, yeah. which is good. He's like well, the father. Really, what I think is really cool is that in Spider-Man, he wasn't actually contracted to do the film. He was asked to do the film, and he said, yeah. 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 Well, he? yeah, he's just, yeah sure. He, I mean, he did it for some money, but <laughs> I think it was like one of the top billing still. But that's that's Robert Downey Jr. He did like, bring Tony Stark into this film. So yeah, he was yeah. Be... Can I just go really well? Sorry. Yeah. 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 Can, can we just go back a sec? And uh, I want to point out. Can we talk about Peter and how he should get his own movie? Uh, Which Peter? Um, Peter Quill. Uh, Peter Parker. Oh, from Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, all right. Peter going to taxi? No. Listen, oh, Peter is the guy um, at the end that just randomly sees the ad to join the team. <laughs> and the worst part is that he's got no powers. He's got no powers, but he just saw the ad, so he joins the team. And oh. I to- I'm totally with Sal on this, that that needs to happen. And I honestly believe that needs to happen now. Uh, based on what it'll be. Okay. It would legitimately ever do just to make a movie on Peter. They've they've given him his own Twitter account, and it's the best thing really? I've ever read. Yeah, like in February there was a there was a Twitter campaign for Deadpool two. It was about um like the fact that Deadpool only follows like Hello Kitty on Twitter, and he said um yeah uh he said hashtag be Deadpool second, do some cool <laughs> do do he said um. You can never have too many of your friends. Guess it's time to add one more to the old Twitter following. And he says, any suggestions? Be Deadpool second. And then everyone's like posting fan art or trying to say how much they love Deadpool. And then nothing really <laughs> happened. And all of a sudden, Deadpool is now following two people. He's following Hello Kitty and Peter W. Underscore 1974. <laughs> whose, whose biography is husband, experienced apparatus, a beekeeper. I like sports and grilling on my deck. And his cover photo is just of a cat, like an angry-looking cat. Yeah. And he just tweets um, random stuff about, like... So it's just a normal person's fucking Twitter well, thing, it's, it's verified and stuff. Yeah, but it's brilliant because, like, if you actually read through these tweets as well, he's, like, he's, he's so oblivious. Like, it is, it is Deadpool film in yeah. tweet form. And it's little things like um, he, he likes to Photoshop uh, animals and send it to the National Geographic channel. <laughs> Like he puts like wings on a he puts like wings on a tiger, and he tags the uh, National Geographic, and he's like, "Have you guys seen this?" Yeah. He also responds like he's in oh the universe. Like, he said, "I don't have the phone number of anyone on the Xbox team. I don't fully understand how this works." <laughs> like, it sounds like a forty forty-five year old guy trying to figure out how Twitter works. I think oh it's brilliant. God. Did um in that Deadpool trailer, mm-hmm. did you guys notice the dig it had at X Men Origins Wolverine? The um, one with the slow-mo bullet slice. Yeah, so when he like cuts through the bullet, like yeah. he does in um, yeah. Origin, uh, and then he obviously in Origins he like cuts through loads of other bullets, and he goes to cut through loads more, and then it cuts back to Deadpool, he's just got loads of holes in him, he's like, wow, bullets 
<laughs> wow, you're both so fast. I just love I, it when I, they think I'm stuff. super excited for that film. Yeah. Like, it's a good time. I googled Peter and I've now just found out that the word Peter is Spanish, is Spanish, French for to fart. Wow. <laughs> Come on, Deadpool. What are you on? What are you playing here? You're playing the long game. Uh, I still. Yeah. What did you just see? People French also called her Willie's a Peter. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> but, but I mean, like, with Deadpool 1, some of the jokes were pretty. Like, I, th- I wouldn't say tame, but they were fairly chill. Like, yeah, that was funny. But Deadpool yeah. 2, you've got like, what are you, some sort of, are you sure you're not a DC villain? <laughs> or like, yeah. all right, let's, gone, they, let's they, fuck they, it up. I don't like that one. Like, I really didn't like that joke. I thought it was lame as hell. But, uh, I loved it. That was my favorite joke. I like the one from the first trailer. It was like, what? We can't finish the middle arm? It's not like we're trying to remove a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> let's continue with these digs, please. See, th- that was a good one, but like the whole like just directly saying it was. Eh. I thought it, no, that's exactly what Deadpool would do. He would straight out name drop DC. He would, mm-hmm. he, would, he would be like, "Do you ever think that DC Comics is just saying Detective Comics comics?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> the trailer is just oh, my timeline. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like saying pin number. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ATM machine. Uh, stop it. <laughs> it's painful. Stop it. Money. Uh, another another trailer say... came out uh, recently, I think, um, for that new Jurassic World movie. I'm so hyped. Uh, I don't even care. I know Jurassic World 1 was okay. crap, but I'm, I'm I was so gonna hyped. Say, I, I, didn't, so... I did not like Jurassic World 1. Jurassic World was just so boring. So Jurassic Park is my second favorite movie of all time. Jurassic Park. And I love Jurassic. I love Jurassic World. Yeah. And yeah, I'm a big uh, fan. I haven't seen. I haven't seen anything for this new film, but even not even the trailer. I want to. I want to know from you guys. But like, is this gonna be like really good, or is it just gonna be another draft? They they seem to have learned nothing. Um. So you know what, I'm fine they, with that. Yeah, like in the trailer, they've they've essentially they're going to save the dinosaurs, but it turns out the corporation they're working for doesn't actually want to save the dinosaurs. It wants to breed them as weapons. It's like and, we're gonna be like going down the Planet of the Apes route here. Yeah, we're gonna have like this is the one where the dinosaurs cross over, and then the third one is gonna be about them taking over the Earth. I can feel it. Like yeah, the first you know what? There's literally it. gonna be laser raptors, and I'm that. Oh, yeah. can I? Can I make a note here, right? I don't know if any of you guys noticed it, or, but you know the ankylosaur that they're selling at the auction in the new trailer? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think I remember. $4 million for a dinosaur is not that high. Hmm. That, I think that's that, a fucking that is steal not high for a dinosaur. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> Dude, I'll fucking buy the dinosaur right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I could crowdfund that Come on, guys, for a dinosaur, like, you know? For a dinosaur, only $4 million, I'd be like... Hmm, Luke wants a dinosaur, fun? please buy it for me. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That would be my crowdfund campaign. Yeah, you don't even need to like feed him much, just give him like a slab of meat, some dog food, some biscuits. <laughs> you know, something just oh, mate, if I had a dinosaur, I'd feed him my cat. <laughs> Luke. <laughs> Luke, what would be the re- what would be the reward tiers for your dinosaur crowdfunding thing? Mm. You get like one horn of the, the dinosaur. No, no, I'd set up some webcams. <clears throat> So huh. if you play, if you help me with the dinosaur, you can visit the dinosaur. So for the lower ones, like you can watch it. my dinosaur on webcam. Mm. Yeah, you and then like for the higher bear. tiers, once a year for the higher tier, yeah, you get a teddy bear. And then for the absolute maximum, like if someone pledges me like a million pounds or something, you for once a year you can come and visit the dinosaur for a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that'd be a plot that's, that's where someone good. would come to assassinate the dinosaur. And then it would be like a movie about you trying to find this guy that assassinated your dinosaur. It's just John Wick, but you yeah. killed my dinosaur. John Wick with a dinosaur. You killed my dinosaur. <laughs> now I'm coming for revenge. And you're like uncovering oh, no, what, 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 what if it was like, the opposite? What if like uh, someone kills the person? The dinosaur? The dinosaur puts on a suit. The dinosaur is John Wick. The dinosaur is John Wick. <laughs> you know what I'm really oh, learning this podcast? What? I'm actually really disconnected with the world because you lot are gonna hate me because uh, I haven't actually 
probably sat down to watch any Jurassic Park film. I, I only oh saw Jurassic God. Park one last Mackie year. On the, head. the first, um, the first Jurassic Park film was arguably the best film ever made, so it's worth watching. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I didn't see. I wanted to watch them, but as I have a lot of stuff in my life, I just don't find the time it's, to do it. It's like just... filming podcasts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's... I've succeeded twice in a row now. <laughs> I mean, I think the best moment in Jurassic World, or like or probably any Jurassic Park movie, no matter how crappy they are, is if they hit that Jurassic Park theme at the right moment, it's already like yeah, it, it's already like good to me. It's like as soon as you so get that musical Jurassic... theme at any movie at yeah. the right point, it's like like everyone's like on the scene at once. Duh, 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 duh. It's like you can no, just no. watch that scene. <laughs> yeah, duh, 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 duh. Even it's like, um, um, like Doctor, yeah. like um, in the Star Wars, like at the end, it's like, da, 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 da. and it's like, well, I want to die now. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so a long time ago, like um, for some Jurassic Park game on PS One, oh. a secret ending was uh, Jeff Goldblum coming on screen and scolding you to go out and uh, you know get laid and you know have a life. That reminds me of that Tommy yeah. Wiseau yeah. ad. Why are you on computer? Go out. It's beautiful yeah, outside. Out. It's beautiful outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see that Apple ad? Uh, it, it's, um, oh, yeah. She's on the, the iPad. Laptop. It's like, what are you doing on computer? It's like, what's a computer? And he goes, wow. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, smashes it. That advert, I really hate that advert. What's a computer? Free! <laughs> <laughs> So, um, as I was saying, so the new uh, Jurassic Jeff yeah. yeah, the new Jurassic World yeah. game. I am so excited. Wait, is the movie, does the movie have Jeff Goldblum in it? Yeah, yeah. it does. It does. It does. Okay, I'm does. so It's going to be the best movie ever in so far. It's all been in one room, so I think he's going to have one scene in the film, and then it's that's it. Yeah, you know what? It's probably yeah. going to be the best scene in the film. Life oh, yeah, finds a way. Yeah. I love Jeff Goldblum. I'd love the massive, if it turns out like it's a massive twist and it's actually him that wants to sell all the dinosaurs. Oh my god. Oh, I'd actually have to watch the film then. Is wow. he playing the same character? As he did in the original Jurassic Park. Yeah. Well, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum yeah. only plays Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, sorry, there's that one scene in Ragnarok where it's like, you see, any, any other planet, I'd be like a million years old, but here on Sakaar, <laughs> Yeah. And he just goes quiet, and then, like, poor <laughs> Loki, yeah, like, looking at him, like, uh... See, that's the thing, right? He would just talk like that normally, though. <laughs> yeah, like, they're, like, expecting to say something, but he's just looking at them, like, here on Sakaar. <laughs> have, have you seen that anyway. video of him uh, reading video game quotes? It's, like, it's absolutely oh, yeah. brilliant. He's, like, oh, yeah, I have... doing half an accent and all that kind of shit, but he's just doing it in his Jeff Goldblum voice. Yeah. <laughs> he's, like, Snake? Snake? Snake. <laughs> it says the whole, uh, it says, uh, I'll have a, a, a number nine large, two of the, on the six of extra dip. Yeah. He, he, does, uh, he does loads of quotes. I was like so happy yeah. to hear that. I just love That man is a national treasure. Like, oh, we man. must protect him. International treasure. International treasure, yeah. You better have, have a, you, um, a, a star in Infinity War. Just have you guys seen the, going to like, you know, the video game about people quoting from games and stuff? Yeah. Um, this one's on the site that shall not be named, um, <laughs> but it's got they've got James Franco on it do, doing quotes from video games. Oh yeah, I think I've uh, seen um, James Franco. And he does it. it as, he does it as Tommy Wiseau. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So yeah. He's like, it's just like it's me, Mario. It's me, Mario. Did you do it in his Tommy Wiseau voice? Because that would be yeah. Cool. No, he does. That's how he does it. <laughs> It's just it's all in Tommy Wiseau's voice, and it's incredible. I really hope he did the oh. whole. Uh, I'd, I'd really want to hear him and the real Tommy Wiseau do the steamed hams dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh hearts. Super intense <laughs> charmers. <laughs> Welcome. I hope you for luncheon. I, I thought we have steamed clams. <laughs> oh, oh no, I say steamed clams. <laughs> I never heard the phrase steam clams. <laughs> it's an Albany expression. Oh, oh no, not in Utica. Are you kidding? Jesus Christ. 
number of <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. I just want to tell you why it's too much. See, I laugh more when more people are laughing. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah. And on that bombshell. We've been going for over an hour, my fellas. Yeah, so. I was meant to say. Mm. Wow. What a what a rush. What have we learned for this future? We've got a team up with Jeff Goldblum and Tommy Wiseau on the way. It's good. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully. Yeah, Bruce Banner versus Deadpool. Yep. Hopefully by the next time we get this little chat, Luke will have some more solid opinions on God of War as a series. Um, Me too. I love it. He loves it already. <laughs> 10 out of 10. I love it. <laughs> And if you haven't already, you can Boy. read Salman's first impressions on the game, having already played it for three days right now. So go read that, uh, find out what it's get, and just yeah. buy it. Just go and buy it. I, yeah, I support that game, actually. That, that game yeah, is a passion project, even it. though I'll how... I'll buy it soon, I promise. Yeah, so we'll, we'll buy it. I'll buy it, you buy it, we'll all be happy. Joseph, happy? Joseph can, you, can you give us an outro and talk? Okay, good... Bye everyone. I say goodbye now. Uh, ben, goodbye. I'll go by. Luke, I, I love you, man. You beautiful man. I'll goodbye. So uh, good to see you. Bye, Mark. Saluman. Saluman. What? Why your name? Where is that from? <laughs> Good goodbye. And goodbye. bye, Will. Bye. <laughs> I love you bye. too much to say your name wrong. <laughs> Come back next week for a responding two, responding three even. I forgot we already wow. make two. <laughs> Anything for my princess? <laughs> 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 my name is Joseph. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>